Welcome aboard. You're listening to the second season of the Cloud on the Couch, a show where we talk about spirituality, psychology, neuroscience, quantum physics, and all things inside the Matrix. I'm Ruchi Jose, and with me is Adish. It's okay. Keep going, man. Just fuck it. Okay. <laughs> fuck it. My. It's been a long time, man. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's yeah, been a while. Been a while. All right, on this episode, okay, wait, let me at least start with that, so it's much easier. On this episode, we talk about something that we know, but we still truly don't understand, mm. emotions. Yeah. So, Karsh, what do you think, man? What What is your baseline of emotions? Before we started to talk about the podcast and like, you know, as in, before we decided to do an episode on emotions, like, what is your mm. understanding of, about emotions? my understanding of emotions um you know how like um people always say like emotions are so complicated and emotions are so like difficult to understand and everything yeah like for me personally i've always like i've always been able to look at emotions from a very logical point of view right like i've okay. in other words like i've always been able to like actually understand what emotions are and stuff but more of like on a like a more how do i say it subconscious way you know not like something like i'm actively thinking about and everything more of like i can really understand whether someone is feeling in a certain type of way and everything but then like trying to explain why i understand that is is kind of it's it's that doesn't really happen as often and i myself don't understand it and stuff right Yeah. And then at the same time like trying to explain why that person is feeling the emotion like I can understand if someone's feeling an emotion but then like like it's it's weird like y- you know how like when you look at someone's face and like you can tell like that person is either going through shit or like that person is like extremely angry and stuff even though like you have no idea why like you can just tell by looking at a person's face and everything right True yeah But yeah it's 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 weird like uh, one thing like um especially like with this episode and like reading this book about how emotions are made by Dr. Lisa Barrett and everything right yeah like yeah. she really put it to, like that subconscious understanding of how i can understand why someone is feeling an emotion and stuff like she really put it into like a very like step by step process that actually made sense that i could like also relate to about how i could recognize people's emotions and stuff right like yeah. especially like what i said earlier about like um looking at someone's face and everything and like recognizing their emotions and stuff that uh-huh. actually that actually doesn't like you actually can't recognize someone's emotions just by looking at their face you know that's actually a misconception we have you know like if i'm being honest here like um like according to like the neuroscience and everything yeah like a facial expression can never give you an understanding of how someone is feeling which is weird you know wouldn't you like automatically think like okay if someone is looking like it has this facial expression in one certain way you would this denotes some form of emotion and stuff right yeah but i feel like it's hard for me to really believe that you know like what you express in your face is not actually true i mean like obviously there are people like obviously actors it's not that they're actually you know they're acting right and like there's a lot of people like uh <laughs> and every time like uh the youngest sister of mine like you know when we fight before even <laughs> like she, like the moment she gets closer to my mom's room or something she'll start crying without me without even me doing anything so 
that's so what i know it's huh? yeah fucking manipulative yeah so uh <laughs> like you know yeah so it is true i mean like there is a lot of acting uh, that goes like in your in your day to day thing especially like you know if you were in customer care or if you're in the um service industry and stuff like you need to put up a smile right you can't like mm, be shitty yeah. and then like greet people uh, yeah. or whatever so yeah i mean i get it but at the same time i feel like but when you go to like more complex things like micro expressions stuff like that i feel like people always give away certain cues that maybe we consciously don't pick it up but subconsciously we kind of process it in the end cuz we've been seeing faces for quite some time right i mean like humans mm. like obviously like um our brain is also like you know looking at animals and you know a lot of other things and like we've also have a lot of human interaction and stuff like that so mm. i think this is just my perspective and it's backed up by zero research <laughs> and scientific study but this is just you know from me kind of processing the information that like this is my perspective my way yeah. of looking at it yeah, so absolutely. and so, so is the entire show so is the entire <laughs> season one probably like yeah and like everything that we talk about here is just our perspective and so like it's our opinion you know, you know, yeah do like your own natural. damn research yeah exactly and so yeah i think probably i i don't agree completely with you your point that you said that no it's completely false neither do i completely disagree i've hmm. like i feel like there is still like that point percent where you do get some information from the face not just mm-hmm. the face but the entire body as as such cuz yeah like uh what you what you just said right now right like how we subconsciously pick up uh information to like understand someone's emotional state and everything right mm-hmm. yeah so like that um they actually ex- excuse me they actually explain that like explain that in some way in the book right it's uh-huh. it's not that the facial expression denotes what emotion that person is feeling okay it's mostly like we subconsciously pick up all the, the all the events or scenarios or concepts that leads to that emotion mm. okay like say for example like um what do you call it you you have a very close friend right and you've okay. gone through an exam and everything and like it's a very important exam right yeah and then at the end of the exam you you look at that person and that person is feeling like very shitty you know okay. the feeling the person looks very defeated he looks very upset and stuff right okay you only realize he's feeling upset only because you're putting in you're putting it into context okay we just got done with an exam okay mm. and after an exam what normally happens either you're extremely happy that yeah. you've done well or you're like fucked in the head that you've done horribly and stuff yeah you know it's like that scenario is what helps or you us. can do actually so bad that you actually end up being happy you know have you ever done that that's <laughs> that's that's another scenario altogether that's just, that's just that engineering only, <laughs> that only happens when you're with people that like your friends you know like the yeah. best part is like after an exam you look at your friend he looks at you you smile yeah. at him he smiles at you exactly. and you're like uh-huh <laughs> you're fucked i'm fucked yep we're all fucked see you next we're year <laughs> Yeah so I've 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 had that I've had that I've yeah, gone dude. into exams not like yeah I mean it's, I'm not I don't want to talk about it here but yeah <laughs> yeah there is that point as well like you know you, you don't like it writing There's an exam a lot of context point. basically exactly mm. yeah thanks for shortening it before I <laughs> <laughs> told the entire story 
no go on, yeah. go on. no so no no go ahead no yeah so that's that's pretty much my perspective on it uh but you were saying something in the book yeah ha huh, no so like one example she gave about how we can't actually explain um someone's emotional state through their expression right so lisa she gives a dr barrett she gives a very cool example okay the she there's Who's lisa dr barrett dr lisa feldman barrett oh okay okay, name, okay. Right? no in between <clears throat> suddenly you know lisa <laughs> so anyways yeah she she um she she there's a picture in the book okay it's a picture of a woman's face in okay. complete like when you look at that facial expression it's like a close up of that face right all you see is the facial expression in that picture and stuff right yeah and it's a facial expression of a woman in like complete terror like she's in pain like drastic pain she's like her mouth is open her she's like squinting her eyes she's like in absolute pain right mm. when yeah. you were to look at that picture that's all you would think about you would be like oh fuck this woman is like it's she's she's in pain she's suffering she's hurting and stuff right yeah and then in the next page when you look at that picture okay she zoom uh, dr lisa she zooms out of that picture right and yep. you don't see a woman in pain anymore what you see is serena williams you know the tennis player right yep you see her celebrating her 2008 victory of the us open in uh, tennis finals no way yeah exactly like when you put that entire context into frame right you see the stadium you see her like uh, pumping her fist into the air and she's like just like fucking like you can see the amount of the celebration in her face and everything like the pure mm. ex- ecstasy and stuff like it com- yeah. the entire context completely changes the facial expression that you see mm. you understand like yeah. uh, it, it, it's it's insane how she shows it in that way and stuff right mm. that's nice that's a good example mm, exactly and like one th- one thing that they've so like there's this um how do i say there's a study okay in uh, somewhere in the 60s and stuff that that kind of solidified um what do you call it how it was a study trying to see whether if, um expressions or facial expressions were universal hmm. right okay. that study is now debunked now it's like um it's it was false it's not that it's false they ha- they actually had um uh, they kind of conducted that study wrong right okay where if you like um apply these other factors into that study then the entire experiment goes for a toss okay okay so the experiment was basically they and they hire a couple of actors to like um express a certain emotion right it yeah. would be either anger sadness happiness disgust anything right all mm-hmm. those basic emotions and stuff right yeah. they'll take a picture of those actors and then they'll um put that picture in like this questionnaire multiple choice type of question right and the question would be what um emotion is this person feeling and then you have a multiple choice set of questions to like answer all those questions and everything right mm-hmm. okay so this is their experiment like this is their questionnaire their experiment that they conducted to see if uh people could recognize emotions universally right so they went all over the world sending this questionnaire uh, asking people to like just answer it and everything right yeah and like what they found out was like 85% of the people that sorry 85% of the people that could um what do you call it that uh answer the questionnaires were able to get the answers right right hmm. 85% yeah 85% so uh, okay. and from that study they concluded that um what do you call it 
emotions are universal. People would always understand emotions and everything and stuff like that, right? Mm. So it's kind of like a brief, like a quick thing. Yeah, it was. It it it, it took a couple of years. It took a lot of years to like. No, I mean, as it like, but that was the only <laughs> thing that they were looking at. Exactly. That that was like the only factor of how mm. people view emotions that they were looking at. And plus, they were like, they were giving such like stereotypical like faces of emotions. Like for sadness, they would show a woman pouting. You know, like okay. with her upper lip up, uh, her bottom lip like quivering and stuff like that, and she's like pouting. For a happy face, it's just someone smiling. For an angry face, you'll just get a scowl and stuff, right? Mm. So, and and on top of that, they also gave like a multiple choice type of question uh, answers and stuff, right? So yeah. like the the answers are already there, you know. Mm. So imagine like um, for like people in different cultures and stuff like. You have to like they would have different like words for all of these um, uh, answers and stuff like that, right? True. And yeah. then at the same time, they would have to translate these words into the, uh, the translate the English word into their language and everything. And then from that, they'll be able to understand. Okay, these are all the words, and like it's it's like a small mental cheat sheet that everyone was able to get to be able to correctly answer all of those questions properly and stuff, right? Mm, yeah. So, like, um, in the last um, 10 years, they conducted a similar test. But yep. instead of, like, um, cre- uh, creating that cheat sheet and stuff, what they did was they basically showed two faces of emotions. Okay. okay. Yeah. And uh, those two sh- faces, um, what do you call it? Like, the answer... Uh, uh, sorry. One second, I'm just looking it up. Yeah, uh, the question they would ask is, do do these faces show the same emotion? Okay. okay. So one yeah. face would look like, um, like for example, one face would actually look terrified. One face would actually look disgusted. Hmm. Okay. And then it's just a yes or no question. There's no answers. There's no like terrified, disgusted. There's no nothing like that. It's just a yes or no question. You got okay. It. And the results that they got from the test was that people only got it right, okay, forty two percent of the time. Universally, okay. Whoa. Okay. Exactly. Like people weren't really able to distinguish whether these two faces were showing the same emotion or like different emotions and stuff. Mm. Okay. And then they went even a step further. Okay. okay. So, um, like what we understand by like what emotions are, right? Emotions are kind of like, how do I say? It? They're kind of like a concept. You know, okay. they're like an idea that we have that we've built over the last. Um, throughout our entire lives, basically, and stuff, right? Okay. So, uh, and, like, um, what they did was, like, okay, let's see if we can interfere with our idea or our understanding of emotions. Okay, okay? go ahead. So, how they did that was, basically, like, it's it's a very simple test. I'm pretty sure even you've done it before and everything, right? Mm-hmm. It's where, um, you know how when you say a word, like, s- multiple times, right? Like, say, yep. for example, the word anger. Right. Yeah. If you keep repeating the word over and over and over again, it kind of loses meaning, right? True. Yeah. So, um, like the entire concept behind that is that when you when you do that, it's like creating a small brain lesion. It's mm. like literally someone is cutting that part of your brain that removes m- removes your understanding of that word when you yeah. do that experiment and stuff. Yeah, right? I've actually it has. I it happens to me sometimes, you know. I just keep thinking about a word just too randomly, yeah. And like, yeah, it actually happens. 
it really exactly. happens and it's such a freaky thing when it actually takes place cuz for a second like it's something that you know but you can't like for a second like you can't find it ha yeah, exactly your, it just sounds brain. like it, it just like the word anger when you just keep like for example if you keep saying the word anger right yeah. it after some time it just sounds like it doesn't even sound like a word or a meaning it just sounds like a like a sound that you're producing exactly like and anger, you can't and stuff like that right exactly and your brain it does this feeling where your brain is trying to look out cuz it knows it's attached to something yeah but it can't find that there's mm-hmm. these threads going here and there but this you can't find the end point you can't find the context or like yeah yeah I sometimes know exactly i do some, sometimes i do that with faces you know oh yeah like yeah, how like, do you do that with faces like i i'm not really sure how to explain it like you You're know weird, how when man. you <laughs> <laughs> like what okay i thought i was weird now like oh no <laughs> like you know it, it only works when you're like with uh, with someone you know right hmm. so like okay. say for example like uh like for a friend right you've yeah. seen this person like so many times and everything right huh, yeah but then like i don't know i get like i i put myself like into a trance and i just look at this person's face mm. and all of a sudden his that person's face just seems unrecognizable like it's just Whoa. a face you know <laughs> but you on a substance <laughs> no 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 <laughs> i okay, think not. Interesting. i'm not sure i don't remember how bored were you dude <laughs> oh dude <laughs> <laughs> this is like just after college times when i'm just sitting uh out at the chai shop and we're like just smoking something and then yeah me and my friend were just sitting there i'm just looking at him he's just looking at me and i just like fucking zone out and everything i'm at this like i've had high as fuck that time ah knew it exactly yeah but i've had this while i was sober not not like it's a blank face or say like i saw something change in that face i saw pure change and i was like I I was telling her like dude you just look so much better now Like when when that happens to me right the first yeah. thought that comes into my mind is oh this is how that person's face looks Ex- like Oh dude exactly exactly, exactly right? <laughs> I was like fuck she was pretty the whole time <laughs> What the f- I was like Dude, like I just saw like that person for like a ve- through a whole different lens without yeah. your own constructions of that person. You're just seeing it as fresh, just like, just like as if you're like, like a new concept. A new, yeah, yeah. For the first time. exactly, exactly. Like yeah. there's no inner. You don't know. Like I know how that person works and all of that, but like you know when you see it, it's like whoa. It's like exactly it's like it's just yeah, like how yeah. you're losing that concept of a word you're losing that concept of like a face you know mm. it's it's weird yeah. how that works i don't even know how yeah. that works it was right? it was very hard for me to explain also <laughs> <laughs> but since i said it was much prettier so she yeah. just took it as a compliment yeah exactly <laughs> what i'm like what <laughs> you were safe you you got safe <laughs> yeah probably it was my defense mechanism from my brain god knows but no but it, it felt i think it's probably like when you like simplify things you know how people say like all these enlightened people or like someone like there's like, oh there's beauty in everything you know yeah. not ikigai one i think there's a japanese proverb or something uh, for like broken things and you find beauty in it uh shit it's on machu picchu why am i thinking about that shit <laughs> but anyways <laughs> okay, ikig- yeah, no ikigai is the whole circle thing there was another word shit 
I forgot the name of it. But yeah, we'll mm. come to that later. But yeah, I know exactly what you mean, and I know this is completely off topic. But I think uh, it's something anyways, very, very cool. Yeah, uh, like around back to that experiment and everything, right? Uh, we were yeah. talking about how huh, that experiment was all about to showcase how we can't really determine someone's emotional state through their expressions. Okay, mm. and uh, human expression is a very like um, how do you say it? It's, it's a, hard to it's, figure out. There's it's no it's not a good standard. Basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not a good standard to be able to recognize someone's emotions, right? Yeah. And in all actuality, like our like you and I, like we both have always been like not like we both have been, but it's like our basic understanding of emotions have always been about like human expressions and this and that, and we have to control our emotions and all of those things and stuff, right? True. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. So one thing that um, Dr. Lisa Baird that talked about in her book was about mm-hmm. how emotions actually vary from culture to culture. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And our understanding of emotion, right? Yep. It's actually yep. based on um, a westernized uh, understanding of emotion. Okay. Okay. So what this, so like how they mostly like figured this out that um, emotions are based on like from culture to culture and stuff is where they had to like. Um, Basically, what they did was they interviewed like people from other like other cultures or other like mostly people from indigenous tribes that have not mm-hmm. been touched by westernized influence, right? Okay, yeah. So, um, so there's this like like just to give an example of how emotion varies from culture to culture and everything, they yeah. they interviewed this tribe called the Ifaluk tribe. Okay. Okay. And the Ifaluk tribe, they look at emotions as more of like a like a transaction between two people. It's like a script that two people conduct together or like a dance that two people perform together. Emotions mm. don't reside within us and stuff, right? And that's a very like completely <laughs> abstract, like it's all like... Do you know why I'm laughing right now? Why? What happened? Because I was just wondering like if they were to see like Indian serials and stuff, <laughs> like Hindi serials. <laughs> <laughs> like that would be Are you one serious? hell of a dance. Yeah, and the background score and then like, mm, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be one hell of a dance. Exactly, exactly. And th- yeah. that's actually what I was Oh by the way, ask. this is on, on record, right? Yeah, this is on record, obviously. Perfect. That's <laughs> 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 just what I want. <laughs> yeah. So Okay, um, go ahead. Huh, so what I was saying, right? So it, yeah. like before we recorded this podcast, like learning mm-hmm. this like a million got, times ago. <laughs> <laughs> learning yeah. this got me thinking about something, right? All like right. you and I, we're both Indians. We're from India, right? But yeah, our for understanding the most part. of for the most part. <laughs> but our <laughs> understanding of emotions, you know, yeah. or, or even our understanding of ourselves also. Okay. It's all been influenced by Western culture. Is it because of the media, or like the yeah, like the... we've uh, it's mostly because of like colonialism and everything, like because of history, things that we couldn't like really be a factor of or be influenced about and everything is like um, Europeans colonized like a good majority of the world and everything, and because of yeah. that, like all of our like, especially in this case, especially what I'm talking about right now, which is emotions, right? Our entire understanding of emotions is based on the Western narrative. Okay. Yeah. If I was like the like everyone that everyone that's been living in a country that's been like influenced by western civilization right yeah our basic understanding of emotions or 
our, our narrative about what emotions are would be like very simple as this, right? Emotions are like, our emotions is kind of like a, a beast. It's like a monster inside of us that we have to control, that we have to tame and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And the one thing that helps tame this monster or this emotional beast inside of us is logic and reasoning. Okay. Right? This is like the most common like understanding or our common perception about what yeah, emotions are. Yeah, again, I feel are. like that's like the Western view, right? Even this exactly. whole control of emotion and stuff, yeah. Exactly. This is the entire Western view, which is also, yeah. which is also like, um, what do you call it? Like that entire mm -hmm. emphasis of putting importance onto logic and reasoning that like according to the like new studies, that actually doesn't make as much sense anyways. But that's not what I'm talking about here. So after understanding that our entire concept of emotion was based on Western civilization, right? Yeah. So it got me thinking about how, like imagine if India, like imagine if history was rewritten and um, what do you call it? Britishers, like India was never touched. Uh, no one colonized India. The Britishers never came here. We, we were just a country that just did our own thing, lived on our own and everything. And yeah. imagine what would our entire concept of what emotions would be. It would be completely different from someone else's concept of emotion. Like is, uh, uh, in this case, a European's concept of emotion or an Asian person's concept, uh, East Asian person's concept of emotion and everything, right? Yeah. So I was, I was trying to figure out what our concept like the Indian perspective, like what would our, like what would we think about what emotions are from our culture and stuff? Okay, and mm. someone actually did a paper on this. Okay. Someone actually did a study on this back in uh, 2013. Okay, this Sweet. one, psychiatrist. Um, are I'm not really. Uh, the person's name is Dharitri Ramaprasad. Okay. Okay. And this person did a emotions from an Indian perspective. Mm. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. So it's very interesting. It's 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 a very like Indian perspective of emotion, which is kind of cool and stuff, right? Yeah, so uh, so the, I'll just read the abstract of this entire thing, okay? So in the in, in so in, <laughs> so in the Indian philosophical text um, text, right? Detailed mm -hmm. descriptions of emotions are not really available, nor are dealt with as a separate concept, right? Like the view of emotions, uh, like especially based on like uh, old Indian philosophical texts uh, or religious texts and everything, they lay emphasis on desires as the root cause of emotional upheavals. Basically, everything like that you feel, like ev anything that gives you like an emotional outburst, like uh, in a negative sense, right? It's always because of desires. Okay, desires are the root cause of emotional upheavals. I mean, and they is are this seen what the Buddha said. Exactly. This is all. That's, this suff is, that's for suffering, actually. Exactly. Exactly. So this yeah. is like the Indian perspective of emotions and everything, right? It's like mixed with Buddhism, Hinduism, and all of that things, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, what do you call it? Emotions are seen as like um, as modification of desire and attachment. You know, like desires are seen as arising from the contact and attachment of the ego uh, with the external world. And are caused by a sense of imperfection, incompleteness, or non-fulfillment non of the ego. Mm. Right? Okay. And another thing is, uh, they say how the ego or the, I don't know how to pronounce most of these things, but they say the ego or the ahamkara mm. is differentiated from the true self or atman, right? And emotions okay. are viewed as springs of action and are bipolar in nature. <laughs> Basically, all of us is bipolar. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Not exactly, but then this this is just their perspective, right? Like it was okay. all, it was it was very simple. Basically, there were good emotions and there were bad emotions. That's all, right? So it goes back to like what Lisa was talking about from the very beginning, right? Huh? Exactly. Like about um uh basically about how like the most basic uh elements of emotions, right? Which is yeah. it's not even you won't even call it emotions. Like scientists call that uh, uh scientists call that as affect. <laughs> Right? Affect, yeah, yeah. We uh, we'll get into like affect and all of that stuff in the second episode, right? Yeah. But that is also, but understanding what affect is is also like a very important part of understanding emotions and everything, right? So affect is basically the like the most basic um, feeling that you get, right? Like yeah. uh, it could be a pleasant feeling or an unpleasant feeling, or a calm feeling or a uh, agitated feeling and stuff. That is affect and everything, right? Yeah, it's literally like if you break down to like. the root of emotions it's just either positive or negative that's it hmm. like if if you were to yeah. create like a analogy for it, like uh, if you were to look at emotions as like bread then affect would be like flour and water you know it's kind of hmm. like that's like the relationship between these two things right so yeah. affect is not really emotions it's just uh an inherent feeling or something like that right yeah, but anyway hmm. yeah back to that uh, indian perspective right yeah so uh So according to uh, the person, now, according <laughs> according to Patanjali's Yoga Shastra, right? Suffering oh, okay. is due to ignorance about one's true self or avidya, right? Can you just repeat that line again? Okay, uh, there's this. I think it's a religious book or some Indian old Indian text called Patanjali's Yoga Shastra, right? Where they Not talk sure about, about how. It, but... they talk about how suffering is due to ignorance about one's true self or avidya basically if you like you suffer because you don't know yourself that's all that's what Whoa. they talk about and stuff <laughs> very straightforward <laughs> and hence Whoa. because of this suffering or dukkha are always arises from within and not from the outside world Yeah, that's true. I mean, like suffering is always within. Like it's actually not the other person who's actually fucking you up. It's actually you. Uh, but yeah, this is my ego was like, no, no, <laughs> it's actually. But I, I just stopped myself from saying that. But know, yeah, right? yeah, yeah this I, is literally this... like. What? Sorry. No, no, no. Like the moment I said that, no, it's actually because of yourself. My ego just popped up. I'm like, no, fuck you. It's the other person. Like, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but yeah for the most part i mean like you play such a crucial role hmm. in like deciding how, how that event, how you see the event yeah um, yeah basically yeah right yeah and um what do you call it and these views right these views of how like this is so this is how our culture views emotions and stuff like from from a very generalized perspective and everything yeah. right so that means yeah. if you and i if we uh, if we were born in in a country like especially in, in in india where what do you call it we haven't been influenced by western civilization or anything yeah then we would have a completely different perspective altogether about life about emotions about ourselves entirely and stuff you know like yeah. if you if you really think about it like right now if you look at the world like the world is it's it's a lot it, the world is really mixed together now right And, imagine, and it's ever changing. Yeah, and it's ever changing. That that yeah. that is just how life is and everything like that, right? We, yeah. 
But I was just thinking about how, like, what would it be like if every single like individual country, individual culture, were just to just grow on its own, you know, and just to like just see where that would take it to. But anyways, that's like completely off topic and everything. No, I, but, I don't think it's off topic. I think it's it it's something that everyone should think about. But then at the same time, do you think that would turn out to be like positive or like negative? I mean, like. Like it's I hard to say, saying. I know. No, yeah, I get, but... I get what you're saying, but I mean, like, it would only turn out to be positive if, like, um, what do you call it? If each country or each culture didn't interact with each other, like, uh, mm-hmm. let's say we can give like a planet to every single culture <laughs> by itself, right? But yeah. uh, obviously, like, um, obviously that's not possible and stuff, and we're just fantasizing at the moment and stuff. Right, and and eventually, like a culture would like um, break apart into many many subcultures and everything like that. Mm. But yeah, like India is a good example to take because, like you know, if even if you, um, like even in Kerala, if you like just travel like you know further north or like further down, like it's just so different. And Mm. like yeah, that uh, is yeah, and, and like every other state has has a complete different story. It's like, mm. it's a mini country on its own. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, that is actually it, the cool thing about India. It's like, it's it's like, we're like, each area in India is like so localized and stuff, right? That yeah. when you go to one point in India, it's like a completely different place from another point in India and stuff. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, it is. But I think that's, it's, it's cool that you brought this up anyways. I mean, mm. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Even no. though there's, there are these tribes who have actually not, you know, come in contact with humans and stuff like that. Mm. But wonder the wonder what they think. Wonder what they would think. But like emotions, let's let's again like break it down. Like okay, let's say like you know there are like people who have not like there are like I think there are like islands where there are people but they haven't come in contact with the you know the modern yeah yeah human civilization right mm-hmm. they 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 are in their own little world and they think that's all there is yeah and uh, so like even when they're born and so they're not influenced by anybody literally mm-hmm. uh but then i like you know it's i wish i could get into their brains and just understand like how they perceive things and especially what emotions are but my real question was even as a human who's been like you know detached from the whole crazy things that's been happening around the world if you were to be in that island with them and if you were a newborn child like mm. that child is still going to have the fundamental emotional thing right like being happy sad and all of those things or would it be completely different from what we think things are do you get the point i get the point like um to be honest i'm not exactly sure Right, because mm. I myself haven't like interacted with these people or anything, so I can't really say anything for certain. Mm. But um, okay, let me just like think about it. Like this is just like this is just what I'm like trying to think about, right? So, um, so these people maybe like like they will ex- um, they will experience emotion, right? They will yep. experience a form of happiness. They will experience yep. a form of sadness. They'll experience a form of anger. And yep. everything, but their yep. perception of it would be different from ours. Hmm. You understand? Like, if um, yeah, I mean, like if we were to take, <clears throat> if you were to take anger, happiness, 
whatever the hell it is like you know okay there is also a chemical reaction that's taking place right mm. in the brain exactly. right and i think we'll be getting into that on the second episode yeah but we'll be fin- getting into yeah. like the neuroscience and all of those itty bitty gritty d- details in the second episode and everything yeah but, so yeah go on yeah but no i was just thinking you know like like again is ego something that was completely modern or the ego has been there for a really long time right ego has been there since like we've had like, the born of consciousness yeah. mm. interesting you know, so it's been there for like uh, uh, the ego is basically a self defense mechanism if if mm. i'm being really honest here you know the ego is what helps us live sanely in a world that's like utterly like meaningless and stuff like the ego helps us create um meaning in the world you know because the yeah. ego is basically purely subjective right mm-hmm. and when you look at the world through a subjective lens then the world you develop a connection with the world right? yeah yeah without that you won't be able to develop a connection with the world and without that you'll get into existentialism nihilism and stuff which is not like if you're purely into that right nihilism mm-hmm. existentialism and everything without any like healthy like um how do i say it without any healthy crutches that can make sure that you don't go crazy from thinking like in that kind of perspective yeah. you will eventually go crazy and stuff right mm. but yeah but one thing that you've mentioned right about like these in uh like these indigenous people and stuff and how like one thing i've uh, one thing i might uh, this is just uh, again what i'm just like randomly thinking about right now right so like um like how they experience emotion right if yeah. we were to like what do you call it if we were to look at it from an uh, obviously from an outside perspective and stuff right we wouldn't mm-hmm. necessarily understand why this person is feeling that way right yeah. mm-hmm. but if that person was to explain um explain their perception of their emotion right yeah. and then uh in in a language that we can understand right mm-hmm. and then yeah. we have to uh, the only way we can like uh, comprehend what they're feeling would be like we would have to compare their experience of emotion with our concept of emotion hmm right our understanding of emotion and we have to see how it relates or how, if there's any connection and stuff and then when that happens then we can be then we'll be able to properly understand how this person is feeling and stuff yeah, you know? yeah. like w- one thing that we already understand from like not all indigenous people but like like there has been a couple of studies and stuff right like uh, most indigenous people they look at emotions as like actions you know it's a, mm. it's like something you do to accomplish something you know okay. that's that's even the indian perspective the in this one in that abstract they say that emotions are like springs of action you know okay and that is also that is actually also what do you call it how lisa uh, dr barrett talks about what emotions are and everything right like uh if uh if i was to keep it in like there's this one um so throughout this entire thing we were talking about the classical view of emotion right so this yeah. is one portion in the book right the, this is like my one of my favorite like excerpts from the book right she mm-hmm. uh, and she uh, she writes in this book and i'm i'm quoting her right like in short she talks about how we find that emotions are not built into us right but they're made from more basic parts which i've we mentioned we talked about earlier which is affect and everything right 
they yeah. are not universal, but actually vary from culture to culture. Okay. Mm. Emotions are not triggered. Like we always think that we're a stimulus response machine and stuff, but it's not. It's not like that. Emotions are not triggered. We create them, right? Mm. They emerge as a combination of physical properties of your body, a flexible yeah. brain that wires itself to whatever environment it develops in, and your culture and upbringing, which provides that environment, right? Mm. Yeah. And then she finally concludes how she says that emotions are real, but not in the objective sense that molecules and neurons are real and stuff, right? They're real in the same sense that like money is real. That is like, mm. it's, it's hardly an illusion, but it's more of a product of human agreement and stuff. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's basically how it is. And we'll mostly be getting into like the very, how do I say it? the details of all of that about how our brain creates an emotion in the second episode. And in the third episode, I think we'll be talking about like mastering your emotions. Like with this, with all of this understanding of how the brain creates emotions yeah. and how we experience emotions, how do we master our emotions based on this understanding? That's what we'll be talking about in the third episode. Yep. And yeah, that is basically it for this episode, I think. Right. What about yep. you? You got anything else to add? No, I think we've. I think this is it. I think this is a good point to close mm. the episode. And uh, I think, yeah, I. I mean, like, there's a lot coming actually in the second mm. episode and the third episode. Yeah. That's um, so yeah, that's all. <laughs> Take care. Go sleep. <laughs> Bye. It's a one in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, like, patirum. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I started like pitching and everything. I, I like, know. Just, just hurry up! I just gotta finish this. Oh, I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Mm. Take care, man. Yeah, you too. Take care. Bye. Peace.